0: I think about Italy, and Italy I think about a lot. Uh, first thing, of course, Rome, Venice, Florence, but let's not go there now. Let's go to the north of Italy, and, and really, this is an underappreciated corner of Italy. It's a thriving part of Italy. It's a proud part of Italy, and it's a part of Italy worth checking out, and I'm joined by two guides from Italy today, and we're going to talk about exactly that, the best of the north of Italy, Ricardo Panareo and Anne Long. Anne and Ricardo, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Rick. We're g- glad to be here.
2: Thank you. Buonasera, everybody. Buonasera.
0: Riccardo, you know, you've got the north, you've got the south. Uh, You've got quintessential Italian emotions and everything. And then you've actually got a little bit of a more serious, more organized Italy. They say, for instance, uh, you know, for every church in Rome, you've got a bank in Milano.
2: Yeah, you're right. You have to consider also the fact that uh, Milan is less than 20 miles away from Switzerland.
1: Okay. So, you know,
2: that reflects in the mentality, in the temperament, in the behavior, the lifestyle, the food. There's even L- Lombard is a part of, of Italy, right? And, of that's, course. and that would be uh, have a little bit of German in the blood. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't forget that Lombardia, Lombardy, Lombardia, is the pulling locomotive of the Italian economy. Yeah. You know, it's one of the 20 regions, but that's where we have one-third of the entire national industrial production concentrated.
0: And long, You're an American, but you've lived in Italy for 30 years. That's
1: right. I've been uh, over 30 years down in the south of Italy, but of course I lead groups all over Italy, north and south.
0: When you and your neighbors think about uh, looking from the Rome area or the Naples area up to the north, what do you think?
1: Well, of course, the the southern Italians don't have a very loving relationship with the northerners by any means, and uh, I find it very—they are all very emotional people. But the Northerners are business people, and the Southerners are fun and games.
0: Fun and games in the South. Now, if you're in the North, do you feel like you're subsidizing the fun and games in the South, Ricardo?
2: It depends. You know, in the North, there are so many people. Sometimes we, we say that probably because we are envious of the good time that the people in the South are having, because they have everything. They have the history. I mean, we have it in the North as well, but, you know, uh, the South is just... 3,000 years of history in the South, even well before the Romans. They have the sun, they have the food. Now, in the North, in Milano, you do have the fashion. Of course. And tell us about the fashion well, in Milano. You know, in Milan, uh, if you think about Milan and Paris split 80% of the world creation in fashion. I Is mean, that right? The designers. 80%? 80% between Milan and Paris. So, if you are, you know, a shopper in that sense, you just go berserk if you go to Milan.
0: I mean. Oh, well, there's a shopping area in Milano. Oh, the beautiful. Napoleon, what Via is it? Monte Napoleone. So if you Monte remember Monte Napoleon, Mount oh, Napoleon, yes. you got yourself incredible shops. Give us mm-hmm. some ideas for, like, just window shopping in well, Milano. Uh, Via
2: Monte Napoleone is the most famous, where all the big names are. But you better go there with a jerry can of Valium because when you see the prices, then you just.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, a big I mean, wallet need a big yeah, wallet. Jerry can <laughs> of Valium because when you see <laughs> the
0: pi- <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> that's funny. I I I can't imagine a jerry <laughs> can of Valium yeah. if I'm going to Milano. Or but, maybe better a rich, a rich lover. A rich, a rich lover. Now that's it. So, Anne, when you go to Milano, what's your advice for appreciating the fashion? And well,
1: yeah, yeah, it definitely. I mean, what comes out in Milan won't show up in the rest mm-hmm. of the world until later on. So you're mm-hmm. right, avant-garde, of, so you're ahead, ahead of, of everyone. That's it. You're ahead of the curve. That's, that's a nice right. idea for a
0: souvenir. Even the food is stylish in Milano. I it mean, is. you go to the what's the famous Rostisseria Peck? I think.
2: Probably you're referring to the Galleria, the famous Galleria. That's the place where they have the most famous uh, coffee bars and uh, where the people go and have the aperitivo, which is the typical campari. Maybe some of That's you... That's right. I think campari that, pompa- was sort of a...
0: sort of a, started out that <laughs> whole thing right. yeah, or something. exactly.
2: And many... People from that area, they like adding a few drops of Campari in a Prosecco, which is a dry, white, sparkling Italian wine. Nothing to do with Spumante. Pumante is sweet. Okay. You, you drink it dessert. Now,
0: would that be a, a northern sort yes. of drink? Yes, yes. And, Ricardo, you mentioned the aperitivo. There's a great tradition in Milan, especially, where every early evening food comes out on mm-hmm. the bars. You could buy a drink and
2: call it a light dinner. Yeah, it's it's a fashion that has spread in many other places in Italy where there are a lot of little picks. You know, for a fixed price you have a good drink, let's say it's a sort of a happy hour, something okay. like that. And uh, It's almost a, a dinner.
0: So if you, you can big... spend 8 mm-hmm. euros or $10 and, for yeah, a drink, okay. get yourself a nice drink, and you've got enough food there to be yeah, to sure. a light meal. Yeah, because and? the
1: Italians do not drink without eating. Oh, is that right? It's, a, it's, a, it's mm. part of their custom and culture that you don't get drunk and everything. you got to have something in your stomach, and then you can enjoy the drink.
0: And it's like a competition. There's some beautiful, beautiful food that beautiful. comes out with those drinks. When I'm in Milano, one thing I'm impressed by, along with the tradition of free appetizers with the drinks at happy hour, and along with the gourmet delis, and along with all the fashion, is the power of the the city and the touch from Mussolini's time. You've got a lot of Mussolini architecture in Milano. That's right. What what are your thoughts on Mussolini's architecture in Milano? Well, of
1: course, you know he was down in Rome, and there's a lot of influence in Rome as well. But then, uh, slowly but surely, he had to make his way back up to Milan as he's being forced out. Uh, by the partisans, etc. So uh, his influence is all over in the major cities.
0: The train station is one that just makes you want to
1: fall to your knees and
0: say, yep. you know, "Viva Italia." That's right. I mean, and that's kind of what it was designed to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you know, in every dictatorship, you have to impress your people, regardless of the color. It could be red, white, green. You know, you so have to. So right be wing, to... left wing. you're Never have a dictatorship. That yeah, says... you have to show very clearly who is in power. And you show it, you know, with big buildings, with big monuments, big display of military so that people feel, well, we better don't open our mouth because otherwise And we're back in to trouble. the times
1: of Caesar. Now, all to, the way back to them. Oh, all the way back. Yeah. He has to show that, that, that megalomania. That's right.
0: This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about Northern Italy with Anne Long and Riccardo Panarello. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Fred's on the line in Linwood, New Jersey. Fred, thanks for your call. Thanks for
2: uh, taking it, Rick. I appreciate it. We've toured southern Italy for the past few years, and we were thinking
0: of heading north to year. We are going to Tuscany, and I was thinking of heading up through the uh, lake region. And he uh, may have scared me out of Milano with the cherry uh, can of, uh, of Allium. But, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I was wondering if he could recommend an itinerary, and maybe a base for a two- or three-day trip through uh, the lake region. This is this is a great question for a lot of people, you know, which is the best lake? When we look at the map, you know, we've got Milan, which is the hub. The, you'll fly into Milan and all the train lines coming in out of there. And then you've got the Alps just a bit to the north. And all along the southern fringe of the Alps, you've got these great lakes. And when you think of the lakes of Italy, not the, not the Riviera, but the freshwater Riviera, the lakes of Italy uh, right. that are within striking distance of all the fashionable Milan- Milanese. What what lakes do you like?
1: Well, it really depends on what you are interested in doing. We have mm-hmm. uh, Lake Como, and you can stay in Como, mm-hmm. and from there you can take beautiful boat rides along the lake to go to the different towns and see the different architecture and gardens. They have formal gardens and mm-hmm. private villas that you can go visit uh, that are absolutely wonderful and so relaxing. Or over to Lake Garda is what I would recommend because Lake Garda is a beautiful lake and you've got a city like Malchesene that you can stay at and it's easy to get over to Venice, it's easy to get to Verona, it's easy to get up into the mountainous area from there too.
0: So you've got Lake Garda, you've got Lake Como. Ricardo, what's another lake that would you would consider? Well, you know, Lake Maggiore is the
2: third very important lake, you know, with the famous island, uh, Borromeo Islands, with the Isola Bella. But if I can give a suggestion... Many people don't know that there is... A, there are also a couple little lakes next to the three big ones. Uh-huh. Do not miss the discovery of Lake Orta, with the O like over.
0: O-R-T-E. O-R-T-A. O-R-T-A. And, and, and how is Orta worth knowing about? Oh, well,
2: it's very, very close to Lake Maggiore. It's much smaller, but because of the size, it's not so famous. And if you go there, there are villages which are actually genuine, you know, because of course Lake Como and the other ones are so famous and beautiful, but then don't expect to be the only ones going there. You will right. be in the middle of the crowd, that's for sure.
0: So Orta L- is more or of the yes. laid back under There is a
2: little under. island in the middle, San Giuliano, ah. and it's a little discovery, a little pearl. You know, usually ah. people appreciate when they discover places, because Lake Como, you, you have an expectation, it's, it's beautiful. Discovered. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's the discovery. You know, uh, so.
0: I gotta say, I like Como, but it is very discovered, Lago di Como, and uh, I think uh, George Clooney has discovered it too. It's his favorite lake. Uh, A lot of people go to uh, Streza and that's uh, sort of a good connection with Switzerland there, I think, Lago Maggiore. Uh, The Germans love Lake Garda for windsurfing.
2: Also, because it's so close, Brenner Pass. In, a in three summer.
0: hours, you you are in Munich. From Mil- Munich, you can go down there for your windsurfing and yeah. a, some pasta, sure. and you got yourself a little Italian weekend. Mm. Uh, if you want to stay away from the Germans, you might want to skip Lake Garda. Mm. Uh, yeah, th- sure. There's a town on Lake Garda that's very popular, but uh, it's Desenzano. Uh, Desenzano. Yeah. And then Sirmione. And Sirmione. And, and for me, those were were quite touristy. I didn't mm. like them so much. But mm. I want to check out Orta. That sounds very Orta.
2: Good. It's it's you know it's out of the way. I mean, it's out of the way. Is, is a quarter of an hour away from the motorway, but not yeah. many people go there. No. so it depends on your
0: expectation. One yeah. thing nice about Lago di Como, uh, Verena is a nice town. Beautiful on Lago of the town. Di Como. little town. And the cool thing about Verena is it's it's obscure, but you can get there by train from sure. Milano in one hour. So when you fly yeah. into Milan and you're a little bit stressed out and jet laggy, you don't need to stay in the big city. From the Milan airport, you go into town, catch the train. About a train every hour, one hour north yeah. to Verana. Varena I'm sorry Varena and they call that um, honeymoon country Luna di Miele Io di Miele Miele well, honey, honey Say the word in Italian Miele, Mie, miele. Luna di de Miele Miele honey, Sweet and, uh, you know sweet and, and you know. I got there and everybody was either uh, falling in love or well in love or on an anniversary or whatever and it <laughs> is so so romantic <laughs> just across the way is uh, Bellagio mm-hmm. which is the more elegant place yeah. but the sort of rough intimate little town is Var. There you go, Fred. I appreciate it. That's a, that's a big help. Good. I hope that was helpful for you. Thanks for your call. Okay. Sure so, was, thanks ciao ciao. Have an aperitif on us. Ciao.
2: Grazie
1: mille. Ciao. <laughs> ciao. Ciao. <laughs> campari.
2: Campari, campari, campari yes. in,
0: in its birthplace right there in the Victor Emmanuel Gallery it's on right. the main square in Milano. And Roberto's on the line in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. Robert, thanks for your call.
2: Hi, Rick. Good to talk to you all.
0: Thank you. Do you have a comment or a question for our guides?
2: Well, a kind of a question. Uh, I'm a real opera fan,
0: and this is uh, the 200th uh, anniversary of the birth of Verdi. Yes. And uh, I would like to kind of make a pilgrimage <laughs> to Verdi country. Uh, I know that he was born in Roncole, which is near Pissetto, and he lived in that area with Santa Agata for uh, many years, but uh, I was wondering if your folks had any uh, suggestions as to what kind of, like, special locations that have a Verdi association I might visit in Milan and any of the surrounding areas. And also, which what place would be best to, to base myself out of? And do I need to get a car to go to the different places? Okay, so first of all, uh, Verdi, uh, Giuseppe Verdi, Giuseppe Verdi, the great Italian opera composer, and uh, he his name is sort of uh, part of the Italian Risorgimento, I think, yes, the uh, right. unification movement. Mm-hmm. And remember in oh, Oh, man, and, and it's important when you, you think of Verdi and the operas to think of Italian unification. And in the 1850s, there were some uh, intellectual and artistic people who had this dream of uniting all the Italian-speaking states, but all the other countries around didn't really want a new country on the map. And through some very artful maneuvering and, and uh, fancy politics and revolutionary tactics, Italy was brought together but during that period you couldn't even wave the Italian colors without getting in trouble by the colonial overlords of Italy and people would actually go to the opera houses and sing the Verdi operas, the arias. They'd stand on their seats and and sing these arias as if they were uh, calling for Italian unity in secret. And I, I'm just so fascinated by the fact that the name Verdi even came yes. to symbolize the Italian. You, you probably know where I'm where I'm leading here, Robert. But Victor,
2: Victoria Emanuele Re d'Italia. d'Italia. That's I great, love it. V
0: e r d i. And for anybody who isn't uh, tuned into Italian unification and the great opera composer, that is really something. And for somebody like uh, Robert, who's got a passion for this. We need to have some ideas. Uh, Ricardo, what... what, what well, would you I
2: have the impression that Robert knows this stuff much better than we do because <laughs> uh, i uh, considering that he's American, but he's a real uh, opera addict, I can I yeah. can say. So Roncoli is the place where he was born. Uh, his house can be visited. It's open to the public. Of course, Milan and Parma. I would say, if I can suggest you a base, be based in Parma. Parma is a beautiful city There is a fantastic theatre, one of the most important theatres of Italy. So most probably they will have performances going on all year. As far as performances, events are concerned, I'm afraid there will be so many that the only suggestion I can give you, go on the net and you search either La Scala in Milan or the Regio in Parma, the Theater, Teatro Regio, or Roncole, I'm sure that there, mm-hmm. there will be great coverage of all the different events. I would say Parma also because of the food. Don't forget Parmesan. Girl. Why don't we call it Parmesan? <laughs> because it comes from there. You know. So Yeah,
1: I'm sure that they'll have uh, other events around mm-hmm. Italy as well because sure. he was a national Everywhere. figure for Absolutely. Italy. and places maybe like Monte Catini, he spent mm-hmm. 18 years mm-hmm. of his... Life going to Monte Gattini to take the waters, the curative waters. And I'm sure, you know, Puccini was right next door, mm. uh, Torti del Lago. So they'll have things going on in Tuscany as well to celebrate everywhere, Verdi.
0: Everywhere. So when you're traveling in Italy in 2013, you'll find, uh, be aware of a lot of Verdi activities. That's right. Obviously. Sounds like a great time to be there. Yes. yes. Right. Make sure that if
2: you want to go to some events, book. Early, because otherwise it might be difficult yeah, to get in, eh, because they are organizing groups from all over the world of opera adults, addicts. Yeah. You know? So
0: Roberto in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania, tell us what the the letters of Verdi's name stand for again. I love to hear you say that.
2: Vittorio, Emanuele. Great, Italy. Fantastic, oh, okay. E, so now, <laughs> e, a, A, great. The local, A, <laughs> e, And
0: with that, that the the meaning of that uh, would be that when Italy was uniting, there was one king with Italian blood. He was the king of the little country of Piedmont, Victor Emmanuel. And they would say, when we get our act together and Italy is united, we already have our king, Victor Emmanuel, the king of Italy. All right, we'll celebrate that this year. Robert, thanks for your call. Thank
2: you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Arrivederci. Night.
0: What a wonderful mix of culture and, and beautiful natural wonders and now, that's music why and <laughs> That's why Italy sells.
1: That's why Italy sells. That's true. we've is. got everything.
0: There is everything, and it's laid out in a beautiful way for the tourists.
1: And it's manageable. You can get around Italy. It's not like you have to go 4,000 miles this way to see in, something. And you can Pete go is
0: full of Italians. <laughs> <laughs> God made Italy, and then it was so beautiful, he had to toss in some Italians that's just right. to be fair to everybody that's else. That's right, well, A little color. Well, we can go there and find out if that's actually a problem or not. <laughs> Anne and Ricardo, thank you so much for sharing your expertise on Italy, especially northern Italy here. Let's finish off just with one last little bit of advice, you know, for the tourists to to really distinguish their trip to northern Italy. Anne, when you think about uh, an American heading over to northern Italy what piece of advice would you give them as a parting uh, word of wisdom?
1: Yeah, I've always said that, you know, we you have to see the big cities, Milan and Venice, the, that's what we're known for. But don't miss the little places in between. Uh, head around and when you see something pretty, stop and have a look because two hours are never wasted. Uh, if you find some place that nobody else is at.
0: That is so true. i I'll never forget just tooling around Italy in my car coming into a little no-name village. That's There's it. a cheese festival going on. That's right. Well, stop the car, get out, and eat some cheese. That's right. Ricardo. Oh, yes. Then another little town that could be found in
2: that way, it's a kind of discovery. Probably some of you had a nice Italian white wine called Soave. Soave. Soave, Soave It's named that way because there is a lovely little village which is not far away from Verona, which, I mean deserves a visit Pasoave is a tiny little village with a castle overlooking you can visit some of the wineries you're at the foot of the Alps and it's just fantastic it's one of those little things you're not expecting but they will hit you really
0: okay so you know the wine now you can go to the village suave. <laughs> mille grazie Ricardo and Anna Prego. grazie ciao Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks Rick Steves' Italy is America's top-selling Italian guidebook. At Rick Steves' online travel store, you'll also find guides for Rome, Venice, Florence, and Tuscany, and Rick's Italian phrasebook. To learn more about Rick's guidebooks for Italy and beyond, visit the travel store at ricksteves.com.